brought to you by the Every Dollar app. Start budgeting for free today. And today's question comes from Heather in Wyoming. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and this has been the most stressful, painful past two years of my life with my husband making horrible financial decisions that left us over $500,000 in debt. He owns a tree service business making $70,000 a year and is trying to start a mobile mechanic business and has purchased an investment property. We have a $163,000 mortgage on our house. The rent is a total disaster that's completely... Oh, the rental, I'm sorry. The rental is a total disaster that's completely gutted and we have to make payments every month while earning no income with it and no progress on the repairs. Mm. He also bought a brand new truck that we owe now $84,000 on and $18,000 on a loan on a Bobcat for the business, a $20,000 home equity loan that he used to fix up the rental. Oh, and over $5,000 in credit cards. He keeps saying he's working on it and he is a hard worker, but has put us in a completely impossible situation that danger that angers me and stresses me out every single day. I work odd hours because we can't afford childcare, nor do I want to give up time with my kids to fix a problem that I did not cause. I feel so stuck and hopeless. Mm. All right. Can we just... I'll, Listen, I wrote it all out because I'm trying to track with this. Okay, Oof. Heather... This is not a, you shouldn't be this way. She's very bitter. Yes. (laughs) As we can tell. Yes. Very resentful, which again, Uh, is is valid, is valid. Um, But they feel like not only different pages financially, but they have been split now emotionally, Mm -hmm. really severed. I mean, she Mm -hmm. wants, it sounds like she wants nothing to do. I mean, nothing to do with him. Yeah. Oh, and $5,000 in credit card. You know I mean? It is. Stuck and hopeless. She is, she is not not in a good place which Ooh. which i get it heather i'm like yeah all these decisions were not wise decisions made he made decisions without obviously talking to her or working as a team so what do we do heather what are we gonna do ah uh, i'm seeking counsel yes number one like i always talk to folks about keeping their money safe rachel and it's kind of like an acronym and the first thing to, de- to decide like where you're at so S is for seeking counsel. Like if you're noticing trends within your money with your spouse that you're like, what's going on here? I feel uncomfortable. I feel unsafe financially. I feel like there's something going on. Seek counsel. And then you're going to find, listen, if there's things like addiction, abuse, that's the A. Yeah. And then F is financial infidelity, which this is getting real close to falling under. In my po- in my opinion, it is because he's going out and spending massive amounts of money without yeah. your... Permit, permit, or, like, well, I say permission, your input, uh, input, yes, yeah, yes, without yes. a battering. And then the E of that is you need to evaluate your options. Like, yep. so that's how you go through this. And I do think that this is a for- sometimes people think financial infidelity is like I'm just hiding money under the mattress or mm-hmm. something like that. But I'm like, this is a lot of money. And it sounds like we don't know, Rachel, but it sounds like she has made her objections clear. And it sounds like we could be wrong. It might be something that he did. And then after the fact, she was like, well, how could you do that? But even still, you've got, this is, there's financial issues here. But when I look at this, I go, this is a couple who desperately needs to go to therapy. Like they need, they need help. And um, yeah. And he's, he's obviously not living in reality. No. And there's people like that, that we talk to. And I hate to like pinpoint people, but it's the dreamers. It's the, oh, I have a, I have an idea and this idea is going to work. Yes. Or I have a new idea here and don't worry. Don't yes. worry. This is surely going to, and, and it is, it's a level of immaturity mm-hmm. to a point mm-hmm. when you actually 
make decisions in those dreams and they don't come to fruition. You have to have reality to say, I can't do this anymore. So there's a safety here, Heather, that I, um, that I would want for you. Like a point where you're like, I can't, I can't keep putting myself. Mm -hmm. There's a level of danger there Mm -hmm. in this situation that's endangering my kids and my family. That, that is what it is. So that weight that you're feeling is very, very real. And Mm -hmm. I just want him to wake up to the reality. And I think what's going to have to happen is a third party. You're probably not going to be the one to do it, Heather, sadly. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes, that's right. I mean, it, it's like our spouse. I mean, all of us feel that way with our spouses. There's always that thing that you're like, if you know, this, this or this, yeah. and you can, you can say it and then it ends up being nagging mm-hmm. and it's not effective. But when you actually sit down with a third party, usually if it's coming from someone else, it's speaking there, but that's, that's it. I'm like the, the financial issues here are a symptom of where you guys are in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't blame you, Heather, for being angry and bitter, but what are we going to do with that? We can't just mm-hmm. sit can't in that, that and way. continue to be in that cycle. You, Heather, have to then grow and learn. Are there boundaries you put up now? Is there like, what do you do now? What are those steps? Yes, that's um, right. Which is really hard, but that's Ooh. the situation. Yeah, that's right. Because something's something's got to change. And in a situation like this, not to belabor it, but there's very little you can do to control the other party. Like there's nothing you can do really to control the other party, but you've got to sit down and figure out, okay, what am I Heather going to do uh, in order to try to better the situation? I can seek out counsel. I can put these boundaries in place, but then you've also got to kind of have that point of where you go, okay, where does this just get completely toxic? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's up to you and a like like Rachel said, a third party to I mean, decide. Yeah. And Jade, we talk all the time about couples staying on the same page, being yeah. on the same team, all of this. But there's extreme situations that we talk about mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Heather may be in one of those for me where I'm like, there's a point that you have to protect yourself and your kids, right? Like if he's going to continue to spend, mm-hmm. I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars, like I don't want my name on those. I don't want stuff. my name on that. And if yeah. you're headed towards a... I'm not putting this I'm not putting this evil on you but if if you're heading towards a point where like listen I don't know if I see us together in the future the more he racks up like I don't want to be any part of that because right. if you don't stick together there's like I'm looking like yeah. so is for this a, part of this going to be on me no you know Yeah so for the time being Heather there's probably some hard boundaries I would put up to yeah, protect yeah. you and the kids um but working on your marriage could solve a lot of this and then my my prayer is that they would get to a point that they're in agreement and realize okay He's not, he's not going to, he's not going to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And now as a team, we have to work together. And if you guys get to that point, Heather, that's where you have to say, all right, we're in this together. Yeah. And what are we going to do? And that's right. Um, but oh, that's And hard. then it's on both of you to just link arms and get out of it I together. Know. Yep. And Woo! that's what we pray for. We don't want this to split couples, but this is, this is the stuff that causes divorce and, and, and marriages, right? 100%. If another spouse doesn't want to take the responsibility of the decisions they've made mm-hmm. they're probably not taking responsibility in other parts of the marriage too so that's such a good point so hard such a good point and such a good reminder man it's uncomfortable and it is not fun but have conversations with that person that you're engaged to or even that person that you're dating and if you've just gotten married start having these conversations you've got to know the other person's philosophy on money at the end of the day and not just make assumptions and go oh they've got a good job they probably have it together or they don't seem like they have a lot of debt like really digging deeper and figuring out and just asking, you know, even when you dream together, Rachel, like I know there's times Sam and I will sit together and think about, oh, it would be cool to have a business like that one day. Mm-hmm. Then take it a level deeper and go, well, to what extremes would you go? Like, I would never take out money for a business, would you? You know, yeah. really ask the questions, find ways to bring money into the conversation so you really understand in a lot of different facets what their views are on money. Because as we see here, I it know. can really be... 
an issue long such term. A, such a tension point. So yeah, I, it's a big um, it's a big relational mm-hmm. uh, wedge mm-hmm. that's caused. So yeah, you're exactly right. And I think you know, especially when you're dating, engaged, we get this question a lot mm-hmm. of you know when do I bring up the money? When do I all of it? And you know, we would always encourage to be having hard conversations about everything, yeah. right? And yeah. and we've talked to people on the show that have been dating for six years and they don't they don't know anything about the their partner's financial situation and they think this or that. And, and I remember being on the show with you one time. We we're like, what do they talk about? Like, <laughs> I know. So, so take this stuff seriously, you guys. I'm like, don't like ask about their 401k on the first date. But yeah, like, that's a little extreme. But start, yeah. you know, understanding like to be in the same value system with the person you're going to link arms with. And um, yeah, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a hard one. It reveals a lot. Create your free every dollar budget today. The simplest way to budget for your life.